Welcome to the Writer's Block. I'm your host, Jennifer Harris, indie author and blogger based here in St. Louis, Missouri. Here on the Writer's Block, we talk shop, have genre discussions, talk about writing strategies with the goal to encourage and uplift. The goal is always to keep you writing. The Writer's Block serves as a platform for indie authors and St. Louis local writers to keep you hip to what they're up to. Grab your pen and paper. We're about to circle the block. Happy Independence Day, my fellow scribes, storytellers, oracles, and linguistic troublemakers. Uh, this week, I'm going to take a little bit more of a technical, a little bit more of a technical turn for you. Um, I want to talk about writing tools. Now, this is going to be different from writing time or scheduling. This is literally going to be dealing with the note, the nuts and bolts of your trade. I still love and often will, re- will refer to writing as an art. Even my favorite author, the illustrious, lovely, gifted, genius-level talent, Toni Morrison, even confirms such a thing. She still calls writing an art. Whether you blog, whether you write poetry, whether you essays, whether you podcast, the written word, the spoken word is still an art. But the one thing I want to come in this week as you enjoy time with your family, maybe even dodging that work and project progress that you're supposed to be getting more footing on, more traction for, I want you to think about the tools of your trade. Now, I talk about uh, the writing, what I like to refer to as your writing toolbox or your writer's toolkit on uh, my blog, J.B. Harris Writing Services. You can find that. You can find that uh, blog slash website at http colon slash slash come get your right life dot com. That's C-O-M-E-G-E-T-Y-O-U-R-W-R-I-T-E-L-I-F-E dot com or run J.B. Harris Writing Services through Google. And I'm sure I'll pop up. But the one thing I want to talk to y'all today is I really need y'all to really begin to consider what you call a tool. This is, this goes beyond pen and paper. That's the rue, as it were, of any writer. You need something to write on. You need something to record your thoughts. You need something in your hand to take what is in your head and put it in a tangible visual medium. But the one thing I want to talk to you about in this first part of the podcast today is, again, that concept of writing tools and specifying your own uh, niche, as it were, as it relates to writing tools. For some people, depending on what they're working on, pen and paper is always going to be their go-to. That's their immediate. That's their wheelhouse. That's what they love to do. Me personally, it, it depends on what I'm working on. If I'm working on something that I believe is going to be really detail oriented, that I'm going to have to put more focus in, more energy towards, I do still do longhand. I am infamous for getting blank pieces of paper and scrawling on them 
and putting the dates on them and actually uh, storing the idea for later or writing a couple of paragraphs that way or even sometimes writing the whole draft that way and then begin the long, laborious process of translating my handwriting to an actual draft. But what I want you to think about, beloveds, is does that work for you? What gives your toolkit as a writer its power is its accessibility, how you manage it, how reliable it is, how stable it is. You know, do you have two or three things that you use to get any piece of work done? And these will vary depending on the writer. That ju- that's just how this guild operates. You know, there's not one specific thing that can be ascribed for every writer. The one thing that can be and will always be ascribed to every writer is you have to write. There is no shortcut. There is no magic potion. Again, as I've said before, even in jest, the wand doesn't choose you. You have to put pen to paper. You have to put words on screen. You have to write. If you are a writer, you have to write. But some of the writing tools that you could even consider beyond pen and paper, beyond pencil and paper, is this handy-dandy device that you're actually listening to me on. Whether that be a phone or your computer. Now, for my phone, I love my voice recording app. I love that. Now, anyone who knows me knows I prefer iPhone to Android. That's no tea, no shade. I prefer iPhone because I can store everything to the cloud. To me, that's, that's much more manageable than keeping everything on loose paper. And let's face it, it's 2019. We're like six months from a new decade. Some things just have to improve with the course of technology. But I consider my voice recorder a writing tool. I consider it a writing tool because there are ideas that I have that I may not have the time or the advantage of being near a desk or my purse to go ahead and write down. So what I normally do is I open my phone, go to my voice recording, voice memos app or voice recording app, depending on your software. And I literally speak the idea into the phone. It has a time date stamp. And it's whatever it is that I'm thinking about is already recorded for me to go back and review. Um, And I make excellent use of that. And I could not sing the praises of voice memos any higher. If you, like me, may have more than one iron in the fire, I cannot recommend your voice app more. One other thing that you may want to try as far as getting ideas down and uh, incorporating them into your writing tool, into your writing toolkit, is emailing an idea to yourself. I know this seems a little, a little uh, mundane, a little out, of, a little out of source, but bear with me. Um, again, you may not be near your phone. You may be somewhere else where you may not have uh, the immediate access of your phone. But you may be, but you may be, you know, surfing the web at your library. Your phone may be dead. Anything could be going on, and you could literally slip an email to yourself about the topic that you're thinking about. That's another way to circumvent that. And also to add that to your steadily growing toolkit. And I want you to also think about as it relates to writing tools that a jump drive is going to be indispensable. 
I know that some of you all are thinking, well, Jen, you know, if I have a, if I have my iCloud account, if I have uh, the cloud as it relates to uh, my, you know, Android, my Android software, I don't need a jump drive. Yes, you do. I promise that you do. I learned this in um, my English class in uh, my junior year of college. I learned that the thing that may best save your life and your sanity at points, because this just happened to me not even two months ago. Uh, the thing that sa- the thing that saved my life is saving something in two places. Saving something in two places. Three, if you can manage it. Um, what your jump drive will do is let that be your backup to your backup to your backup. Because as, as a writer, there is nothing more devastating than losing your work. Um, the thing that happened to me not even two months ago was I, my husband got me this great computer for Christmas and Windows didn't update. And I'm like literally in the middle of a work in progress. And I literally had it mapped. I had, you know, a good, I had a good clip going and literally I updated my computer and it crashed. Perfectly new computer, no virus. I updated and it crashed. I cried because again, all my work is there. But the thing that saved me minus, you know, one small thing that I can, that I can get back the thing that saved me was actually having my work on a jump drive because I literally couldn't, I couldn't get into the cloud. Uh, you know, the thing that would allow me entry into the cloud was broken. <laughs> so because it was broken, I literally couldn't get anything back. And then once uh, I went to the wonderful people at the window store, uh, they told me, you know, Mrs. Harris, we can't, we were unable to retrieve anything. Those that's, they might as well have just hit me in the face, told me my dog had died, you know, because I everything was there. But because I had my jump drive, I was able to, you know, basically re-upload what I thought I had lost. And this includes, you know, uh, poetry works and my entire canon. My entire writing career was on was on my jump drive. So if I actually hadn't had that, you know, type A presence of mind to save it again, I would have lost everything. So definitely invest in a jump drive. You know, don't be, don't be so cocky to think that you don't need it. The worst thing you could possibly do as a writer is not have a copy of something and not being able to access, to access what you ha- what you painstakingly put together. I implore you with all manner of earnesty, invest in a jump drive because computers crash, you know, we live in a fallen world, people steal, you know, you have to have something that you can refer back to that has your work on it. So you don't lose anything. Cause if you lose anything, one of, one of the greatest enemies of writers aside from crash computers and fire and fires is time. There's no other way to make that. There's no other way to make that better. Another thing I want you to think about as it relates to writing tools is writing groups. I'll talk about this probably next week, but I want you to think about the people that you interact with in this particular, in this particular profession, as you may consider taking this from a hobby to a profession, or for those of you who have other 
scribal calls, as far as um, other books that you believe that the Lord is asking you to write or put together or other projects, I want you to begin to consider who you share that information with and who can help you get those things published and out there. So one of your writing tools also is going to be good, solid networking in the form of writing groups. Again, those are not for everybody, and I don't necessarily participate in a lot of them, but a lot of them that I have necessarily um, involved myself with have actually been of great help. One of them is a friend of the podcast, uh, which is Big Black Chapters, which is run by the amazing Tiffany and Raquel. I, I admonish you to follow them on Facebook. They are a they have created this network in this space on Facebook for writer writers of color, especially black writers, to come to come in, to sup, to brainstorm, to get encouraged, and even you know, to laugh a little bit and, but always to be encouraged and keep writing. So those are going to be invaluable, but again, we'll go more into writing groups, not necessarily this week, but in another week, probably more often not next week. But also want you to think about as we progress toward 2020, a lot of your tools are going to be specific to your projects. Uh, One thing that I can personally vouch for is if it's something that I that I know is going to be long, like a novel or something, because, uh, you know, quick and dirty fact, most a book is normally considered a novel. It's, if it's about 300 pages and I believe the word count is over. I want to say 40,000 words. So it's got, so the average the average page double space is 250 words. So if that's one page, so if you add 100 pages to that, that's that's going to be. <clears throat> that's going to be what 250 words I'm sorry, I'm sorry 25 2,500 words no my math's off but I'm sorry but the average page is 250 words so if you add 10 to that that's about 20 that's about that's a good that's a good size short story so if you add 100 more to that so now you're looking at about 25,000 words. There I am. there there we go. Math is great. But so if you're looking at a novel, a novel is if if uh memory serves, a novel is anything over I want to say about 250 pages going to a 300 pages. That's a novel. Anything less than that's kind of like a short story or a novella. But the one thing I want you to remember is these tools depend on the author and depend on the writer. They also depend on the project. When I was uh, constructing Ruby, Ruby was not uh, written down longhand. I actually went to my computer and just constru- and started constructing that. That was because I knew it was going to be long. And I knew that I needed to have access to it, have ready access to it, to jump in and start and stop when I needed to. Sometimes when you write longhand, you may not have that particular, particular freedom. But I want you to remember that all these things are up to you. All these things are up to you. How you construct your kit, what you put in it, and you can always go back and revise it. None of these things are set in stone, <clears throat> which, which is the beautiful thing about constructing your writing kit. 
And the one, the other thing I want to touch on as we go toward the second half of the show today, I want you to think about, I really want you to think about how you want to make these tools work for your specific career. I want you to really think about that. And also another thing I cannot sing the praises enough about is uh, writing journals. Yes, there are still those things in existence, even in the age of uh, Orange Thanos and uh, alternative facts and fake news. There's still journals like the uh, like the incredible um, Writer's Digest, where you can go pick up, subscribe to. They even have an e-copy. Excuse me. They even have um, the excuse me. Allergies in the Midwest during this time of year are vicious, but the the Writer's Digest you can actually get in electronic form as well. I can't sing the praises of that enough. There there are always contests there. There are always tips and tricks and tidbits. There are always workshops. There is always something being advertised by which you can use to better yourself as a writer. Because that's what this is about. That is one of the reasons why this podcast exists is to help those of you who identify as writers who don't necessarily have everything you need to go ahead and go forth and do what you you know you need to be doing. But the cool thing about making all these things, all these tools work, is that you can pick one up, put one down, and even uh, and even begin to branch out. What do I mean by branch out? There are also writing apps like Redsy that um, you can actually submit work to, you can actually submit work or start works in progress on. Another um, virtual writing app that I like is Bear. Bear, you can actually literally begin your story there. It'll save it and it's free. It's a free app. You can't, you cannot beat that. Another, another um, writing app that's pretty good, but it's not free. It's, it's a subscription once a month. It's Wordsmith, W-E-R-D-S-M-I-T-H, Wordsmith. It's like a little um, rolly uh, mustache. And I think the, yeah, the mustache is white and it's a red and it's, the background is red. You can also start work in progress there. <clears throat> there is Unblock, there, uh, but those four are not exhaustive. There's even, you can even download Microsoft Word on your phone or your tablet if you're not, you know, comfortable having that on your phone. Me personally, I use Bear when I'm just trying to get something, when I'm just trying to bang something out real quick. When I just need to, when I just actually need to see it. I prefer, again, depending on the project, I like to write, write it down first or I'll type it out first. But again, that, this has worked for me since I've really begun to lean into what I want to do as far as writing is concerned. But the one thing I want to leave you with is that You have the power to construct your toolkit. You have the power to use the quote-unquote old-fashioned stuff at your disposal, whether that be pens, pencils, spiral notebooks, or blank paper. And you also have the advantages that are given by the present age. You 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 have your computer, you have your Kindle, you have your voice recorder on your phone, you have your writing apps, you have, um, you know, even Google, even, I believe... um, Google Docs has a voice dictation. So you can even begin to dictate 
the idea toward, <clears throat> excuse me, and create a work in progress that way. But the one thing I want you to remember is that don't ever use the excuse of, I don't know how to start, or I don't know what to do, or it's so overwhelming. We'll get into that also in subsequent, in subsequent podcasts. But tonight, I want to leave you with the knowledge that you have everything at your disposal. You can do this. You can do this. You have everything at your disposal. So since you do, go forth and be great. Go forth and be great. And before I get out of here, also, just know that you can find me on Facebook at Jennifer P. Harris. Uh, excuse me. And the official Facebook, the official Facebook uh, name is the Phoenix Also Rises. You can also find me on you can also find me on Instagram at <clears throat> excuse me at um, off at author J.B. Harris. I post my one minute words there. I post all little funny words of encouragement. And we also plug. Uh, all kind of space for the writer's block. We also shout out books. We shout out podcasts. We do author interviews. We want to give y'all shine in any, in any form of encouragement that we could possibly give you. That includes bloggers too. So stay tuned, stay tuned to the podcast because we have lots of stuff coming up as the, our first, as we're about to hit almost mid season. I can't believe it. So I'm pre I'm excited. And we're also in preparation to, give you all more episodes so continue to support we thank you for everything that you have done to support the podcast thus far if you're interested in excuse me if you're interested in supporting this podcast this podcast financially you can always cash at me at dollar sign jbh rights that's john barry harry rights w-r-i-t-e-s Again, that's Cash App or PayPal at S as in Sam, G as in gold, L as in like, L as in like, C as in cat dot one zero three eight at yahoo.com. But I thank you all so much for your time, your effort, your love and your energy and continue to keep writing. The time has come again for me to leave you with your words drafts and thoughts be encouraged and keep writing special thanks to valor music llc for all audio engineering and its production for this podcast if you are a blogger indie author host a platform that supports indie authors or have a project or book that you'd like to promote reach out to us send us an email at circle the writer's block all one word at gmail.com remember If you can think it up, you can write it down. See y'all next time when we circle the block.